You're listening to a Cloud Evangelist radio show. For more great shows, subscribe via iTunes or our RSS feed from your smartphone, tablet, or PC. Hey guys, you're listening to episode 84 from the Cloud Evangelist podcast channel brought to you by Red Hat. My name is Richard Morell. Welcome to another show. It's Monday, 10th of March. I'm recording this from my home studio in Bath in Somerset in the UK. Uh, really been flat out the last five or six days preparing a lot of stuff for Red Hat Summit 2014 that we'll talk about a little bit more in detail in the show later on. So, my starter for 10 at the top of the show, if you haven't already caught up with the talk that I gave at Cloud World Expo last week, make sure you go and download last week's show. Had a lot of positive feedback from people who've listened to the show. Um, apologies, I haven't put slides online. There were only four or five slides. I don't tend to talk from slides when I'm on stage, um, but a lot of positive feedback. And more than 6,000 people have already downloaded the show, and that's a huge amount more than we're actually in the room when we recorded it. Right, so first up, a lot of the news and feedback around OpenShift this last five or six days. Uh, Thursday, Friday last week, we had the announcement of all the .NET collaboration stuff we've been doing with the guys at Uhuru. You know, I'd known about this for a very long time when I did the podcast with Diane Mueller at FOSDEM in Brussels. We sort of alluded to it without getting into trouble. Um, and, you know, there, there was very little surprise from the analysts and trade press who I think realized that what we're doing now with OpenShift, it's a necessary play. You know, VMware sort of tickled that space unsuccessfully. And what we're trying to do now essentially is to give the same level of dedicated support to the windows developers out there in the .NET land who want to have those you know, migration of developer workloads and all those cool OpenShift cartridges to go and push and promote all their stuff in the cloud but also to be able to offer the same environments hosted either you know traditionally like we would in OpenShift or on top of Azure with all the same security segregation wrapped around it, the same value add. And now we're able to do that. That's really important, Juju. And I think you know from the get-go, there was always this goal to help people in the .NET community start to consume better open ways of working. And... You know, in order to help those .NET guys be able to stand up their test environments, to try their applications on a live stage, and you know that's garnered dot adoption really. Um, you know, it's akin to standing up in a crowded bar and hollering, you know, who wants a free beer? Of course, people are going to take it up because that's that's how developers work nowadays. The DevOps guys want it now. They, you know, the, the take up with OpenShift Online when we first premiered it was absolutely huge, and. You know, OpenShift's built up that head of speed, which meant that those DevOps guys could prove to their management, but more importantly to themselves, that this stuff worked and actually scaled. And, you know, now the rest of the development environment that's so critical to enterprise adoption across PaaS means everyone can play. And, you know, anyone who doesn't think that that's a good thing needs to start thinking up their own convincing arguments. Otherwise, you know, the smart money's already on ramping adoption and better and more agile ways of you know securing development environments so you've got a standard environment to push your workloads to cloud so you, you know developers who really they want to go to work safely and and they want to do all that cool agile stuff and openshift gives them those options and it's proven to just work so if you're one of those guys uh who's joining the podcast now um from the Windows world and you're taking those tentative steps to OpenShift, welcome. You know, we're glad to have you on board and we take your needs very seriously. But as with everything, this is fledgling technology. The announcement from Uhuru has come on the back of a huge amount of hard work from Chris Morgan and Matt Hicks and all the staff at Uhuru. And, you know, it, it's ramped up 
pre-summit to try and get as much emphasis and as much PR around this as we possibly can, but more importantly than emphasis and PR, workloads. So it's important that you get involved and you, and you start to, to see other issues that we can help you with. You know, we're all going to learn from each other. And, and remember the forums and in the, in, in the interaction we have within the community is seen OpenShift evolve hugely. You know, most people don't realize, but the OpenShift environment, both online and origin, has changed so dramatically between releases because so often behind the scenes, we've been evolving to scale with the needs of users. And, and, and this represents no change to how we work, but we're glad that, you know, you were along for the ride. And we're able to learn from each other solving all those first world problems openly. And, you know, I think, as I said before, Chris Morgan, that soft-spoken guy from North Carolina, has put so much hard work into this. So, you know, a public shout-out to him and Ashesh and to Matt Hicks and all the guys on the OpenShift team and the hard-working guys at Uhuru who've made it all possible. Really, really big vote of thanks. Now, of course, you know, the processing grunt and power behind the scenes at OpenShift you know, we have a, a stock reliance on, on JBoss. So it's a nice segue into some news about a webinar we're holding uh, this Wednesday, 12th of March. It's going to be presented by Chris and Prakash from the JBoss team talking about our BPM 6.0 suite. And now if you're a JBoss user or you're using an alternative JRE technology out there in the world, or even drools on top of JBoss.org, you really need to listen to this webinar. You can find a link on my Twitter feed. And, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to be on there. They're going to be getting deep down and dirty, talking about how you can build all those scalable automation processes and all those business rules around it. And to start thinking about how all that BPM stuff can give you all the flexibility to, to, to do better business activity monitoring and business process management, all that cool stuff. And if you think how many parts of critical parts of businesses now absolutely rely on having large amounts of data and system coexistence bpms is really a great way of understanding how to get the most out of your data so as i said we've got a webinar coming up 12th of march i'll put the details on my twitter feed so you can find that chris and prakash are really good guys and they'll take you on this journey and uh, of understanding how bpms can really help you go to work now, at the top of the show, I mentioned I'm flat out working on Red Hat Summit, which, of course, comes up at the Moscone Center in San Francisco, uh, and that's April the 14th through the 17th. Three very, very, very busy days. Last year, I did the official show podcast. I recorded 15 shows, I think, and turned them around really fast, lightning fast, making them available via an app to all the attendees. Got a lot of listeners, over 35,000 listeners, um, both at the show, but also globally from people who couldn't offend, attend. So this year, I'm going to go one better. Um, you know, let, let's not pull any punches. I'm giving myself so much rope to hang myself, it's untrue. So let me give you a taster of what we've got coming up at Summit. Here are some ideas I've been playing over with my voiceover guy, uh, Mike, in the US over the last couple of weeks. See what you think. Here we go. You're listening to the official Red Hat Summit 2014 podcast channel with Richard Morrell. Subscribe right now for the latest news and chat from Red Hat Summit 2014 here at the Moscone. So that probably gave you an idea of some of the stuff that we're planning for Red Hat Summit. Yes, I'm going to be doing a podcast, but with a difference. Starting out each day at Summit, there's going to be a breakfast show. Don't roll your eyes. There's actually going to be a breakfast show. Let's imagine Howard Stern got very boring had a sensible haircut, took a 99% pay cut, put on 50 pounds. And you're still nowhere near close. 
waking up every morning with the dulcet sounds of code over your coffee and cereal will be, will be myself joined by the only person in the world I could ask to co-host with me. My friend of 15 years, John Mark Walker, both of us Red Hatters. John Mark, of course, known to hundreds of thousands of developers all over the world for his work on so many of the leading OSS projects. Now, both of us, we're veterans steeped in open source to our socks but also hopefully both capable of making guests that we're going to have on the show equally nervous and excited about being on the show. We got together in London last weekend. We recorded some test stuff and some video, and it's not like we you know, we haven't done podcasts before. We must have done four, if not five, shows together. Some of that test blooper reel footage you'll find on Twitter. We put a video out there last week, quite amusing. Got a lot of people commenting, um, hoping that we're going to get a bleep machine for the show. Shouldn't We shouldn't actually need it. But you think about it between us, 82 years old combined at the table, uh, 30 years of which between us in open source. And that's absolutely huge. We've been around since the dawn of time with the dinosaurs. So if we can't find interesting questions to ask guests, there's something definitely wrong. So we sat down with this voiceover guy in New York last week little Mike. Um, he's absolutely brilliant. We write scripts for him and he goes away and records them in his, in his studio and comes back to us a few hours later with the finished audio. Now, here's what he made of the fact that John Mark and I would be sitting down doing a breakfast show in California every single morning. See what you think. You're listening to the Red Hat Summit Breakfast Show presented by Richard Morell and John Mark Walker and their special guests. Warning, don't choke on a croissant or spill your coffee. The only way to wake up at Summit is with a healthy portion of the breakfast show from Red Hat. So yeah, come on. The podcast this year are going to be a little different. A daily breakfast show and then three shows a day from me, which is a mammoth task. But unlike last year's show, I'm going to be doing something slightly different. I'm going to have two roaming reporters, Red Hatters, out there on the show floor with digital audio equipment, recording uh, interviews, talking to some of the folk at Summit, partners, resellers, public attendees. You're going to notice them because they're going to be wearing T-shirts saying Red Hat Official Summit Podcast 2014 and carrying a microphone. So if you get stopped at the show and you want to appear on the show, record something with them, or who knows, you might even get an invitation to come upstairs and actually come into the recording studio that we put together to actually record on one of the 16 recordings that we're going to be putting out during during the uh, itinerary on the show at Red Hat Summit 2014. Now, for me, that that's a huge amount of mixing, preparing for broadcasting, an actual broadcast to get done in a very short time. Last year, I went home beyond tired. We did the last show at Logan Airport at the gate just as the plane was pulling up. You know, We couldn't have worked any harder last year. This year, we're going to try and push the envelope that little bit higher. So... I'm actually shipping out an actual studio worth of gear this week via FedEx from here in the Bath in the UK all the way to California. Um, so we'll have a professional mixing deck there, four microphones, four sets of headphones, and people will be able to actually appear on a proper fully-fledged radio show. So we hope to get maybe 40,000, 50,000 listeners, which would be absolutely brilliant. And that's going to be available via a actual app, which you can just save as a bookmark on your apple ios device your android device your windows phone if you still own a blackberry and you haven't upgraded to something else you can even listen to it on your blackberry phone um so you'll be able to listen to the show on your device of choice of course it'll still be available on itunes also on Podfeed, and it'll be syndicated as well with stitcher internet radio in the u.s so you know provisionally we've already got jim whitehurst paul cormier brian stevens the royal guest list from the top speakers at Summit joining us, resellers, partners, customers, all of our staff who make Summit what it is every year, the hottest ticket of the year. 
So if you want to attend and you want to hear how you can save some money, I've got a specific discount code. And I've got so many followers now that the guys who are running Summit have given me a discount code, which is worth about a thousand dollars discount on the registration for the full conference. So without further ado, I'm going to play you a short message. The, the discount codes encapsulated within the message I'm about to play you. So make sure you write it down. If you're interested, go to redhat.com forward slash summit, visit the registration page, insert the code that you're about to hear in this advert, and uh, that should save you a thousand bucks. Here's the message. Red Hat Summit 2014 is taking place at the Moscone Center in San Francisco, April 14th through 17th. Come here from the best and the brightest in the open source world. Keynotes and tech sessions with Red Hat's rock star tech folk. If you're into cloud, storage, virtualization, middleware, software-defined networking, you can't afford to miss it. Register now using the discount code EMEACG at www.redhat.com summit. See you at Summit. Right, well, that's Summit in the bag. I look around nervously trying to find something wooden to touch for good luck, but you know, in typical Rich and Morel fashion, I'm surrounded by IKEA furniture. Right, um, so I've got a bit of a doozy for you, something very cool and new. Last week, uh, Red Hat saw the birth of a new podcast channel brought to you by Joe Brockmer here at Red Hat. The podcast is called Upstream. It's the best name ever for a podcast about open source software. Absolute genius. Always tell people as much as you can from your description and right off first base, Joe nailed it. So it's recorded by Joe, mixed by Rich Bowen. The show went out at the tail end of last week and it set a very high standard. Now when Joe, Joe joined Red Hat at the tail end of last summer, I got the heads up from Carl Treloff, who heads up our OSAS staff at Red Hat. And I was absolutely stoked. I mean, genuinely, I've looked up to this guy forever. And for those of you who don't know who Joe is, I'm sorry, but you've probably read and listened to stuff he's done for years. And now you better pinch yourself that you can actually put a voice to the name courtesy of this new podcast. So as I said, it's called Upstream. Follow the links on my Twitter feed from last Friday to the first show in the series. I've asked Joe actually to record an ad that I will work out how to put into upcoming podcasts so that we can drive as much traffic as we possibly can so people are aware that it's out there. Uh, first week's guest, last week's guest, was, of course, Leslie Hawthorne, ex-Red Hatter, ex-Google, uh, you know, now working in Amsterdam for a Elasticsearch, for the, the Elasticsearch, the search company. And... More importantly, she was over at Scalex in uh, California a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago now, with the likes of Lawrence Lessig and Rich Bowen and Thomas Cameron, all you know, giving their talks uh, to, to large audiences. And a lot of it was streamed online. I couldn't go, so I watched all the talks that they gave. Really, really good guest to have as the first guest on your show. So, again, it's called Upstream. Well worth listening to. Very much well worth listening to. Now... Coming up, um, we've got uh, a lot of other bits and pieces coming up, but one of the things I want to draw your attention to is a lot of the stuff that I do around cloud security. Um, I talk about the Cloud Security Alliance a lot when I stand on stage. And you know, those of you who hear me talk publicly and who listen to this show will be under no illusion as to how seriously I take security, especially in cloud. And I've got like 15 years experience of writing firewalls. A few million people still use my firewalls every single day. So... You know, it's 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 where I made my money, where I made my name, and it's still very important to me alongside everything that I do in the cloud and Linux and open source space. So for years I've been involved with the Cloud Security Alliance and done a lot of work with Jim Revis, who of course is the chair, the founder of the CSA. 
uh, I'm a you know very outspoken advocate and supporter of their work. So I was asked if I would go over to Amsterdam uh, first week of April, April the first and second this year, to do some podcasting from the show that they've got running there. Now this is the third time they've run the show. Um, it's the Secure Cloud Conference, as I said, running first and second of April at the RAI in Amsterdam. Now it's important because it's not just the Cloud Security Alliance putting this show on; it's Enisa the European government cloud computing forums and the guys from uh, Fraunhofer Focus who are also involved in, in helping stage it. So as I said, I'm going to be there podcasting uh, really, really busy, but I'm going to be putting out content that you won't be able to get anywhere else on the internet. So well worth listening into. I'm going to be talking to a lot of the movers and shakers at the show, but people from within industry and some household name people. So very well worth listening to the stuff that I'm going to be recording and putting out as quickly as I possibly can from the show floor. So if you're interested in cloud architecture and planning or you maybe aren't attending, you're in the European space. Now, maybe this is the time to go and camp out in front of your boss's office doors. This makes going to VMworld Europe about as relevant as going for a drive to a drive-through burger establishment. The Secure Cloud Conference every single year brings together, you know, the best folk from industry, from your business vertical and from your backyard who go there to talk shop. These are people who are actually doing stuff in cloud. Um, you know, everything from cryptography, which, you know, thanks to the likes of Edward Snowden and those folks who listen to my phone calls is so sexy and pertinent right now. So we need to start thinking about stuff like instant management, reporting, legality issues in cloud, certification and compliance in the real world. You know, all the stuff that people don't like talking about, that's all the stuff that's going to be talked about in Amsterdam. You know, I'm going to be there. I arrived the day before i think i've got some meetings and some recordings there the day before but if you're interested get down to the cloud security alliance website register attendance you know and if you go to your boss and he says the budget isn't there to do it remind him exactly why you're going which is to keep him safe keep him or her safe cloud security alliance are there to help you beat anything that your auditor is going to be putting in front of you in six eight nine twelve months time more importantly, to help you architecture your cloud correctly now, to start thinking about those things that are going to jump out and bite you, to start thinking about how you comply across different territories globally. And in the European space, it's full of people who are not just decision makers, but these are people who are actually deploying. These are people who are actually designing stuff and actually running stuff in the public cloud. So again, 1st to 2nd of April, RAI, Amsterdam, very well worth attending. It's not a lot of money to attend. If you see me there with my podcast, jump on a show. I think I'm going to be recording seven or eight shows from the show floor. So, you know, very, very useful time. And of course, you know, it, it's involved with ANISA, the European Union cloud people. So you can't get any closer to people who are influencing regulation and governance than those guys. So that's it for now, folks. I'm going to be doing uh, another show later on this week, recording with Bill Bauman, who's, of course, another podcast veteran that I think has appeared on three shows I've done. He's going to be talking to me from Portland, Oregon, USA. He's going to be talking to me about Rev, the Red Hat Enterprise Virtualization Stack. He's going to be talking about scalable computing. And Bill's got his own vision for virtualization, and there's some very important takeaways there. So that's always a good podcast to, to, to listen out for. You genuinely won't want to miss it. So... Um, we've also got some goodies for you. If you've managed to hang on the show this long, here are some of the ads we recorded for the upcoming Red Hat Summit breakfast show that didn't make the cut and ended up being rejected. There's some really funny gems in there. So I hope if you've listened this far, we're going to play the ads for you now. I hope you smile listening to them. 
there's a reason we're not in corporate marketing and that'll become abundantly clear listening to this clip so until next week folks have a week back to richard morell and john mark walker with the red hat summit breakfast show back to richard morell and john mark walker with the red hat summit breakfast show where cpu stands for crazy power usage it's the breakfast show live from red hat summit 2014 ladies they're both packing heat but don't worry they've got big enough heat sinks it's the red hat summit breakfast show with richard morell and john mark walker it's the red hat summit breakfast show with richard morell and john mark walker you know they say a man with a big heat sink has a well, probably a large fan, too. It's the Red Hat Summit Breakfast Show with Richard Morell and John Mark Walker. With more followers than a Kate Upton post on Reddit, it's the Red Hat Summit Breakfast Show, presented by Richard Morell and John Mark Walker. You don't have to read the stupid label on the coffee cup, but you do have to listen to the Red Hat Summit Breakfast Show. Who needs sleep? This is Red Hat Summit 2014. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You, well, let me get this straight. You're trying to tell me that these two schmoes got together in the morning and decided to do a radio show? That's ridiculous. What, what, are they, what do they even call it? Red Hat Summit Breakfast? What? Who the hell listens to things when they're eating breakfast? This has been a Cloud Evangelist production for Red Hat. Building clouds today, the right way. For more information on Red Hat Cloud Technologies, visit redhat.com slash cloud. Thanks for listening.